there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm so glad you could join me today for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse, and I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm or how I keep things simple in my homeschool, but mostly I just talk about my faith in general. And I truly believe that the remedy to clutter and chaos is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we will naturally desire the things of this world, and the simpler our lives will become. Today I wanted to talk about slow living and how we could stop rushing around in a very busy world. And before we get started, I did want to say thank you to our new podcast sponsor, Apologia. I am so excited to welcome Apologia as the Simply Living for Him podcast sponsor. Did you know that Apologia offers not just stellar homeschooling curriculum for the homeschooling family, but they have an abundant amount of resources that would be well-suited for any Christian family. So check them out at Apologia.com. Right now, if you go to homeschool-101.com slash goodtidings, I have this link on the blog webpage as well, you can also download a free 45 plus page ebook for your family with Christmas activities, recipes, coloring pages, encouragements, devotionals, and more. So go check that out. And thank you, Apologia, for your sponsoring our podcast. We're so excited about that. Um, Again, that's www.apologia.com. So I am so excited about this podcast episode because, you know, I am definitely a little bit countercultural when it comes to being busy. I do not like to be rushing around. So this episode is perfect for me. <laughs> um, but I wanted to get a little bit even deeper than just talking about schedules and being busy. I wanted to talk about how we as a society are really rushing through our lives. And if right now you're in a place where you're feeling completely maybe overwhelmed, overburdened, I thought this was a great time to talk about this topic during the Christmas season because right now, you know, we are known in America in the Christmas season to be in the middle of the hustle and bustle. And it's a very crazy, busy time for most people. And if you ask anybody during this season, you just generally get the response, you know, how are you doing? Oh, it's very busy. You know, it's Christmas season. I do it myself. So, you know, I'm right there with you. But, um, you know, we're just like in this more busy season than even normal. And I think normal American culture is pretty busy. And right now we feel like we're rush, 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 and we're go, 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 and on to the next thing. And life is just whizzing by. And I have to admit, this podcast episode could not have come at a more perfect time for me because our family right now is in a very busy time that is um, something we're not used to because We have one child involved in a very, very intense out-of-the-home activity right now, which is taking up the past two months and will be done in two weeks, and I'm counting the days. (laughs) And um, even though it has been a good experience, our whole schedule has been turned upside down. And so on top of the usual busy Christmas season, we have this other busy stuff going on. So this couldn't have come at a better time for me. I've been feeling bogged down. I've been feeling a little bit unsettled myself. And you know what I wanted to tell you guys straight out before we even get into this topic is, 
Satan wants nothing more than to distract us with busyness. Because when we're distracted with anything, we are keeping our eyes off of God. And Satan loves it when we're busy. You know what? He doesn't mind if we believe in God and we say we believe in God and we're followers of Jesus. You know what he does mind? When we're focused on him and on on Jesus, that is. And when we are, um, you know, fully fixed our eyes on him. He doesn't like that. So what's he going to do? He's going to do everything in his evil little power to get our eyes off of him. And one of those ways is busyness. And you know what Satan also knows? It's really hard to hear God's voice amongst all the noise of this world. So Satan wants nothing more than to keep you running in circles, running busy with no joy you know, um, whizzing through your day, whizzing through your life because you will miss out on God's voice in those times. And you will miss out on the joy of the Lord sometimes in those times. So I want you to keep that in mind because that is not how we want to live. That is not where we want to be. So um, Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to this world, right? We are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And the world is a very busy place that we live in right now. But Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the world, right? So we are not to be like the world just because everybody else is doing it, just because everybody else has a busy schedule, just because everybody else is rushing around doesn't mean you have to keep up with them. Because when you're trying to keep up with them, you are forgetting about God. And it's very easy to become distracted when we are, um, rushing through our life. So I want to talk today about how we can slow down and hear His voice. God wants us to slow down. I want to talk about how we can slow down and live our life intentionally and purposefully and with our eyes fixed on Him. There's a difference between being busy doing fruitful things, and there's a difference between being busy where we're just toiling and we're just, um, you know, focused on the wrong things. And there's really something to be said for slowing down. You know, it's funny because our culture nowadays and our modern society has every modern convenience that I could even think of, right? And I know there's more to be invented, but really we have every modern convenience that those things are intended to make our lives easier and are intended to make us um, more free because we know we have more um, an easier way of doing things, which should provide more time. But we are a society that's actually more busy, more stressed, more distracted than anything. And we are just literally whizzing through our life, rushing through our life, And we're not able to even slow down and enjoy our life for what it is because we're always on to the next moment, to the next thing. Um, If you think about Jesus in, in the Gospels, there are mentions of Him resting. We are to rest, but we don't 
we actually look down on rest. There's a difference between rest and laziness, right? I'm not talking about like, you know, all day long sitting on your couch eating bonbons. (laughs) I'm not talking about that. There's a time for work and hard work and diligent work and good work. And sometimes that work actually could be a little bit slow because you don't want to rush through even hard work. Um, Or there's a difference between that and there's a difference between, you know, um, just go, go, go all the time. And God created a Sabbath day for us to rest. He himself rested on the seventh day after he created our amazing universe. So he modeled for us what we need to do. Um, it says here, uh, we I, I had something I printed out actually. Um, we have six days in which to do work, but the seventh day is the day of rest dedicated to me. And that's from Exodus 29. And so God wants you to take a day off every week. Now I know you're all like, what, take a day off? I don't even have enough time in the day. But think about it. God has commanded us to do that because he knows that we need that day of rest, that Sabbath. Um, And he modeled it for us himself. He made creation. He rested on the seventh day. It's a commandment. And yet in our society, it is so easy to violate. In fact, you are made to feel badly if you don't, if you do rest on that day. You are made to feel like oh, you're not taking advantage. You're not hustling, right? Oh, that's the new buzzword these days, and I can't stand it. You're not hustling. You're not hustling. You need to hustle, hustle, hustle. Um, you know, we we feel like, well, if I could get this much done in six days, what could I get done in seven? Well, guess what? God didn't need that extra day, and God doesn't want you to violate that command. So we're trying to squeeze everything we can into every hour of our day, and then that in turn goes into every day of our week, including our seventh day. And we should not be trying to squeeze it in. But you know, logically in our society right now, like I said, we're saying, well, I I have that day. I can get things done. I need to make best use of my time. So we need to make sure that we are finding time to rest. You know, if you're self-employed, if you're um, doing, you know, even around your own home, it's very easy to think, well, it's our house. We have to do these things. We've got to keep going. Do you not think that God is going to honor you if you rest and honor that decision and make sure that you get all that you need to get done? He's not going to let you down in that. Um, So God has created us with an innate need for rest every seventh day. Slowing down means trusting God. And you might say, Karen, what does being slow and slow living have to do with trusting God? Because we're trusting God with our time. We're trusting His timing and not ours. He told us to take a seventh day of rest. Let's trust Him in that. God often wants us to slow down and maybe wait for something. You know, in our society, we always have instant gratification, instant answers. The internet has made this even more so. The ease of things has made us feel entitled to instant gratification, instant answers, you know, instant everything. I remember years ago, if I needed an answer to something, I had to go to the library and look it up. (laughs) Now it takes me like literally 0.3 seconds to look it up on the internet. So think about these things, how we have changed so much as a society. 
but God wants us to fully rely on Him. And fully relying on Him also means relying on His timing and sometimes waiting. You know, everybody knows, if you've listened to me for a while, that I love Matthew 6.33. It's my favorite verse ever, um, and it's basically what I live my life off of, or at least I try to. Um, and it's, seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you. But the 34th verse that comes right after that, it helps us to remember, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Do you know what that verse says? That verse says, depending on your translation, but in summary, it says, sufficient is each day for its own trouble, right? It says, do not worry about tomorrow because each day has its own worries. Just worry about today. So why are we always so busy rushing to the next day, rushing to tomorrow, rushing to the next moment, rushing to the next thing? God tells us that we are only promised this moment. It doesn't mean you can't plan ahead somewhat, but you need to be a good steward of your time and you need to be understanding that if God wanted you to be living in that next moment, He wouldn't tell you that sufficient is your worry for today. So we're only promised this moment. Don't miss out on life because you're living for future moments. How many of you have done that? I know, I mean, my early years were definitely that way. It was like always on to the next thing, looking for the next gratification, right? Well, when I get married, I'll be happy. Oh no, when I have my first child, then things will be good. Well, no, maybe when I have my next child, things will be good. Oh, when they get older, then it'll be easier. Oh, when we move, then it'll be better, right? You're always on to the next thing. And we're forgetting to live in the moment because I don't know what tomorrow will bring. No one is promised tomorrow. It says in the Bible that our life is just a vapor. We're here one day and gone the next, and we never know what tomorrow brings. So why are we rushing ahead to an unknown? Why are we rushing ahead and not enjoying the actual moment that we're given? So how can you how can you live this way? It's very countercultural because the world is telling you number 1 that you're not adequate if you're not busy and if you're not rushing and if you're not fast and hustling and moving along, right? And you know, it's it's against a lot of us our nature because we feel like we need to be on the move all the time. We need to be filling up the hours of our day. We need to be going quick 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 fast fast fast, right? And you know, Maybe where some of you live, it's a little slower because where I live is, well, I shouldn't say where I, I, I grew up outside of New York City. And so we moved um, out to our little hobby farm, which is now about an hour and a half from New York City. So we are away from that hustle and bustle. And quite honestly, when we go back down to visit our parents who live still down there, I am totally aware of just how busy I'm. How did we live down here? You know, we, we live in a town where we don't have any traffic lights. We have one little blinking light in the little center of town. And when we pull up to our little blinking light in the little center of town, if there's more than two or three cars stopped at the same time, that's busy. That's traffic. <laughs> Not the way I grew up, but how quickly I have become used to the much slower pace. But I know that even where I live compared to, say, somewhere in the Midwest or down south or, you know, somewhere else in the U.S., it is probably even a lot more slow paced. And that's even more wonderful. 
But for the most part, as a whole, our society is still a very rushed society. And we have lost the art of slowing down and enjoying the simple things, right? We're always looking for the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And we're not enjoying just the simple moments that we have. Again, if you remember in every moment that you are not guaranteed the next one, how much more um, will you enjoy that moment and savor it and and really acknowledge it for what it is? It's a gift. You know, there's a myth of busyness that having more will, you know, bring contentment or doing more or striving for more or achieving more will bring contentment. And it's funny, I just wrote a devotional this week for Rachel Carmen. Um, on her devotion, I write a monthly devotion on this very subject, on contentment. And it, I, I actually talked a little bit about Ecclesiastes in there. And that book I was reading this week, and you know, it just fascinates me because it's, it's so true. There's nothing new under the sun. The people way back when lived just like we do now, toiling, always trying to achieve, and never being fully satisfied. Because that's because our our full satisfaction will only come one day when we're in heaven. So whether we're going real quick through this life or not, we're still always striving after something that's kind of unattainable. The only way our soul is fully going to be fulfilled is when we are one day with Jesus face to face, worshiping him forever. And this life we have been given before that time comes is meant to be spent glorifying Him in preparation for that day when we're going to be with Him forever. But right now, our lives, every moment of our lives, our purpose is to be glorifying Him. And we are not glorifying Him when we are rushing around, not focused on the moment, letting our life zip by, and, you know, uh, continuing to strive and, and seek after things and, and be busy and fill up. And that's not glorifying to God. That's not what he intended for our life. And going back to what I said in the beginning, that's exactly where Satan wants you. He wants you to be distracted. He wants you to be so busy that you don't have time to read your Bible. He wants you to be so busy that why on earth would you have time to stop and enjoy the sunshine on your face? He wants you to be so busy that you don't have time to notice nature. You know why? Because all of those things point to God. All of those things give glory to Him. So Satan's going to distract you from anything that you may connect with God. For me, living out where we live, I connect with God in nature all the time. Every morning I have to go let out my chickens and feed my chickens and my ducks and give them water. And every single morning I lay in bed and I push it on how much longer I can stay in bed until I have to go do that because right now it's cold in the morning. And every morning, so I'm awake. It's not that I don't want to get up. It's that I don't want to go outside. (laughs) Every morning I lay there and I say, oh, just a few more minutes because it's going to be so cold out there. And every single morning I get out there and after a few minutes, believe me, I warm up pretty quickly when I'm out there with the birds, chasing them around and maybe cleaning out their coops a little bit and stuff. And all of a sudden it's like, it's 
it's just such an experience. It's like going to church outside. I'm telling you, the birds are singing. Even now in the winter, there's a little bit of birds still left. Um, the sounds, the smells, the peace, the sound of quiet. Um, you know, we have these two little bunnies that live on our property. They greet me out there every morning when I go out there. They're right there. The way the chickens and the ducks greet me, it's hysterical. I love it. Um, and you know, now even just looking at the sun coming up through the trees, the little bit of frost glistening on the, on the grass as the sun's coming up. And every morning once I'm out there, I don't want to go back in because I'm just out there connecting with God. Now, you may live in the city and not have chickens, and you may live, you know, in the city and not be surrounded by nature, but I guarantee you, you will connect with God in some way wherever you are. For me, being out there, I I, half the time I don't even want to go back in, and I'm telling you it's cold out there, and you all know I don't like to be cold. I don't even want to go back inside because I just savor the beauty of the morning, now, I may not be saying this in a few days because it's supposed to snow. I can't imagine enjoying it in the snow. But then again, I can imagine if there's a freshly fallen snow out there, it's going to be gorgeous. So when I realize, when I get out there and I slow down and I'm just, you know, with nature, with my ducks, with my chickens, I connect to God because I see Him in His creation And it helps me to, again, focus. I pray out there. There's some of my best praying times are out there in the mornings, in the the summer when I have to go water in the garden. Those are some of my best praying times because you can't really rush it. You got to water the grass. You got to, I mean, the the garden, you've got to do the thing. You can't rush it or you're going to kill the plants, right? So you got to go slow to do it correctly. It takes time. Things done well take time. We don't need to be rushing through everything. What are we rushing to? Can somebody out there answer that to me? What are we rushing to? What are we rushing for? What's in the next moment that's so important that we need to get to? Right? We're all running around, running around like crazy, but we're not fulfilled. We're not content. We're discontent. We're distracted. So we need to take time to slow down and enjoy the simple. And like I said, you can do that wherever you are. You don't have to be out on a farm with chickens. It could be on your drive to work. Get in the slow lane. Take your time and use, redeem your time. I know of somebody who has a very long and um, difficult commute into a city for an hour. You know what they do? They listen to sermons. They use that hour for their prayer time. So they're taking something that in the midst of, you know, the 6 a.m. rush hour into a city where everybody's in the hustle and bustle, they're glorifying God in that moment. And instead of rushing through and getting road rage and yelling and being just, um, you know, upset because you're in traffic, say, great, I get to spend more time listening to this sermon today. I've done this, too, with my car rides lately. Like I told you, I've been real busy because we've been doing some extra outside activities that we don't normally do. I have been using these car rides five days a week, uh, usually an hour round trip in the car for prayer. 
I had one of my most special prayer times ever with God recently in one of these car rides. I was going through something. I was driving alone in my car. And I connected with God in such a way, it was like He was just right there in that car with me. And I was praying out loud. I was that crazy lady on the country back road praying out loud, crying out to the Lord. I wasn't in a rush to get home in that moment, you know? I had my time. So whether you're in stuck in traffic, you can redeem the time. You can connect with the Lord wherever you are if you just slow down. Slow down. Don't always be rushing to the next moment because we're never guaranteed another moment. So enjoy each moment for what it is. Um, you know, we don't want to miss out on our life because we're always rushing towards the future. I, I mean, a lot of us can relate to that with our babies, right? You're like, oh, this is so hard. And it is. Believe me, I get it. Um, it is so hard in the early years, especially when you have a bunch all close together like I did. And I remember it just being so hard and it's all a blur. And then what do we do when they're older? And that great paradox of life, we say, oh, my babies, I wish they were little again. Oh, I didn't enjoy it. And, you know, you hear that from moms all the time. Although I wouldn't go back. I enjoy having my kids older. I love having teenagers. That's a whole nother podcast episode, but I do. I enjoy having teenagers. Um, but, you know, we look back and we say, where did the time go? It goes so fast. I didn't enjoy it. When I think about all the times I couldn't wait for the next stage, I couldn't wait for the next stage. Once we, I remember thinking, once she turns two, my first, once she turns two, we'll be able to, like, I don't know, do crafts or sign up for something at the library. I couldn't wait to get to that age. And now here the baby is. She's going to be driving. She's getting her license in March if she passes her test. <laughs> so she's driving now with her learner's permit. But, I mean, you know, we are, we're rushing to what? Each stage is its own gift in life, whether it's with your babies, your kids, yourself. Each season of life has so much to offer and we'll never appreciate it. Usually we don't appreciate it until we're out of it. But what if we stopped and slowed down and appreciated it while we were in it, right? Because we all look back and say, oh, if only I were 20 again. Oh, if only I were, you know, having uh, my babies again or oh, this and oh, that. Why do we only appreciate it when we're out of it? Let's appreciate it when we're in it. I would encourage you this Christmas season especially, you know, if you're homeschooling out there, take time to really enjoy it. And I know you hear this, it sounds so cliche, you know, take time, slow down, enjoy the season. But really, this is, and I talked about this in my last pod, my last two podcast episodes. One was about simple Christmas and one was about um, homeschooling through the holidays, but Let's not let Satan seal our holiday. Let's not let Satan distract us from Jesus. We're celebrating Jesus at Christmas, and Jesus doesn't want us running around busy. He doesn't want that's not glorifying to him. That's not giving God any glory. That's actually just focusing on ourselves all the time and what we need to do, what we have to do, and oh, we're so busy, and da da da. No, that's not where he wants us. So I would encourage you, whether it's this Christmas season where you're feeling overwhelmed, and hey, I'm right there with you. I don't have this stuff down pat. I'm right there with you. But that's why I want to get on here and encourage you guys. Because sometimes I can wallow myself and say, oh, woe is me. We're so busy and da 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 da. 
And that's why I have to say to myself, Karen, tell Satan to get out of here. And I actually did this today, driving in my car. One of those long car rides again. <laughs> I had to literally tell him, no, no, this is my family. Jesus is in charge of my family, not you. Out, get out. Satan wants nothing more than to distract us. He wants us to be busy. He wants us to be rushing. Because if we're rushing, we're not paying attention to Jesus. So tell him right now, Satan, I'm slowing down. I'm going to slow down and listen to his voice, Jesus' voice. I'm going to slow down and I'm going to notice my creator in everything. And I'm going to slow down and give glory to God in every moment of my life so that I may not rush through this gift of a life that he has given me and that I may enjoy every moment for what it is because each moment is filled with God. And I would encourage you to do that, not just at Christmas time, but into the new year, into every day. Take time to slow down. We are not meant to look like the world. Who cares if the world tells you in order to be you know, successful, you have to be busy and rushing and, and fast, fast, fast. It's okay to take time to slow down. Um, like I said, in our day and age, we have every modern convenience in the world, but yet we say we don't have time. Why is that? Because we just continue to fill, 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 right? We, we would have more time than our ancestors by far. We're not over there preparing meals all day. We're not over there hunting and gathering our food just to survive. We're not over there, you know, having to um, walk <laughs> or take a horse and buggy, right? We have our cars, our planes, the internet. We have everything at our hands to make our life basically instantaneous. So basically we should have more time. So stop trying to fill it even more. Take that mindset of our ancestors. Sometimes I like to go back and think about my grandparents and how they lived. They had a lot more to do than we do, if you think about it, just in order to survive. There's things we think we need in order to survive nowadays, but we don't. If you really went back to the basics, we have filled our lives up with so much junk that it's time to take back, weed out some of that stuff, weed out what is weighing you down, and most importantly, what is distracting you from God. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Say, Satan, you will not have my time. Because if I give you my time, I'm going to give you my life, and my life belongs to Jesus. So take back your time. Slow down. Stop rushing. Enjoy each moment for what it is. Because as you know, we're, those of us who are getting older, that's me, every year we're like, where did the time go, right? We're going to be in a new year already. I was just thinking about it today, how we're going to be in 2018 and how much I remember the Y2K year, you know, when it was going to be 2000 and how much it seemed like that year when we were like, in the 80s and 90s, it seemed like that year 2000 was this thing you talked about that would never happen. And then I remember when it actually was the year 2000 and everybody was afraid the world was going to end that year and thinking, oh my goodness, I can't believe we're actually in the year 2000. And here we are 18 years past the year 2000. Crazy. 18 years ago, I was pregnant with my first baby. 
that baby that I longed for. It's just crazy how fast time goes. So when you put it in that perspective, stop looking ahead because before you know it, you're going to be a little old lady in your rocking chair saying, where did the time go? I heard on the news, well, I shouldn't say I heard on the news. I read somewhere in a headline because I don't really have news to watch on TV um, that um, David Cassidy, who just passed away, um, had said in one of his uh, I don't know how true this is, but this is, I think it is true. It said that his daughter said that the um, last words were so much wasted time, right? So much wasted time. And that really hit home with me, whether it's true or not. What a lesson to learn there. I do not want to be on my deathbed someday saying so much wasted time. I want to be on my deathbed saying, I live my life for God. And now I'm ready to meet him. I'm ready to meet my maker. So if you're with me and you want to do that, comment on this um, podcast, comment on the Facebook page, comment on the blog. Um, Let me know, how are you going to take back your year? Let this be a New Year resolution. I'm not into those New Year's resolutions so much, but this could be a good one. Take back your time. Let your resolution be to slow down and enjoy the simple things in life. I would encourage you, if you're listening on iTunes as well, could you rate and review the podcast? The podcast has been growing, and I have looked at my stats, and we have been listened to in every continent except Antarctica. That blows my mind. This um, podcast has been listened to all across the United States and all across the world. So if you're out there listening, I would encourage you, number one, let me know comment, um, email me and share it, share the podcast with others because in a world that's so busy right now, I believe this is a message that we all need to hear. And like I said, if you could rate and review, um, that podcast on iTunes, that just helps other people out there to get my message. Um, and again, I want to encourage you to slow down, especially during this busy season and beyond. And, um, thank you again to Apologia for sponsoring our podcast. Please, visit them and say thank you at Apologia.com. They are um, helping us to make this podcast possible. One more thing, if you are looking to really slow down and enjoy the simple, you will definitely want to join us for our Simply Living for Him retreat this summer in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania in July. Uh, Registration prices have been reduced. I would encourage you to go sign up because you want to secure your spot. I anticipate after the new year that we're going to be booking up. So go to simplylivingforhim.com slash retreats, secure your spot, register today. You will not regret it. It's a, a beautiful weekend. And our theme this year is Jesus is enough. And we have a lot of great things already planned and in the works. And we're going to be talking all about how this world is going to tell you you need more, more, more. And we are a world of excess. But we are going to talk about how Jesus is all we need and how we can limit distractions. And to boot, you're going to get to enjoy the retreat in the most gorgeous setting. The Lodges at Gettysburg is just an ideal and beautiful location for our time together. So I'd encourage you to check that out. If you have any questions, comments, anything, please email me at Karen at simplylivingforhim.com or comment on the blog or on the Facebook page for Simply Living For Him. And I again, thank you for listening. And until next time, I wish you blessings and joy.